Well, hello everybody. This is Mike at the Ridge Runner Sports Podcast. We hope you're having a uh, great week end weekend going into the week here, and uh, we're glad to be here with you. As I say once again, each and every week to update you on what's going on as Forest as Grove, Oklahoma varsity school sports. Uh, first thing we're going to do is update you on some girls softball and uh, we'll be telling you about that here in a moment. And also, we're going to update you on the 4A3 games played in week 7 uh, last week. We had a little bit of a mild upset, not too bad, but then again we had a kind of a thrashing as far as Grove goes. But uh, all of that. And then we'll also update the newest update on the district standings. And... Uh, Looks like the district is pretty much set as far as the playoffs, and we're not, we're not even done with the season. We've still got three weeks to go. we got week 8, 9, and 10, and uh, all of that. Let's start with the ladies, of course. Girls varsity softball. Well, they played in the uh, next round of the state playoffs as far as uh, girls softball, but unfortunately, uh, Lady Ridge Runners lost down in Shawnee, Oklahoma. They lost to a team called Newcastle, and they lost by only one run, one to nothing. So congratulations to those girls on a great year. I think they had at least 15 wins that I know of, but congratulations on making it as far as they did. And uh, and uh, anyway, uh, a great uh, accomplishment again for the Lady Ridgeron softball. Of course, they won the whole thing in 2012, so... Uh, just a great opportunity for them to uh, be playing softball and winning games and all that. So uh, just great opportunities for the Grove Lady Ridge Runners to get out there and win some softball games and out there on the playing field and doing good as they do. And uh, again, just some great opportunities for them. So congratulations to the girls. I'm sorry they didn't make it as far as they did, but that's the way it goes. So... Those ladies will now be getting ready. I guess some of them will be to play basketball, and that'll be starting up in the middle part of November. I think practices start around November 1st. So uh, they'll be getting ready for that if they choose to play basketball or whatever they choose to do. But softball's over for at least this year. All right, let's jump in to Grove Ridge Runner Varsity Football. Week number seven, playing in Bristow. Playing Bristow for the first time ever. Uh, they're a new team in our district this year. Now, remember, Vanita and Kasha Hall were in the district last year. They went down to 3A4. And this year, we, we picked up Bristow and Cleveland. And speaking of Cleveland, we'll be talking about them here in a minute because that'll be our next game here. And, in fact, that'll be at home this Thursday night. But, anyway, Bristow was the opponent on Friday. And, uh, well, you know, Grove did, did Grove got, the team got some points on them. They, they, they scored a few times. They looked good at times. But uh, you're just playing a team that has quite a bit of experience. And these Tulsa teams, some of these teams around Tulsa, your Union, your Jinx, your Bixby, your Broken Arrows, your Owasso's, and even your Bristow's, they, uh, sometimes Glenpool, sometimes Old Mogi. These teams around the Tulsa area know how to play football. And Bristow is certainly one of them. And uh, we hope you got to listen to the game locally on the radio Friday night. If you didn't, or if you went in person, at least the Grove Ridgers did score. And that was a good thing. And that's a positive. Going into a game 
where uh, the next opponent coming into town doesn't score a lot of points. But we'll see what happens. But in that game, Grove Ridge Runners lose to the Bristol Purple Pirates in Bristow, 63-27. 63-27 win for Bristow over Grove last Friday night. That takes Grove's record overall 2-5. and five. And we'll tell you about their district record here in a minute when we bring up the district because it's not too good. A 2-5 and five for the Ridge Runners. Only two wins so far the year have been against Jay in the Delaware County Bowl game. That was in week two and in week four at Miami. So those are the only two wins we had, and they're against local teams. And we only lost to Vanita 9-6, to six, so we would have beat all three local teams. And I don't know the last time we've actually done that in a season to beat all three of the other local teams. I don't, I don't know when we've done that, but I think it'd be a pretty exciting thing to find out. But anyhow. 63-27, Grove losing at Bristow. So, all of that. In our 4A3 action, <coughs> it was Catoosa winning at Cleveland. In fact, that's who we play Thursday night, 35-14. Catoosa now 6-1 overall. Uh, let's see. And that dropped Cleveland to 4-3. Uh, let's see. Miami. They get a win at Tulsa McLean, 27-14. Good win for Miami. They're now 3-4 and four overall. And we had Wagner. This was kind of the upset in 4A this week. This was kind of one of the big ones. Uh, they lose at Uliga, a team who has a losing record this year. Surprising, Uliga now goes to an overall record of 3-4. and four, And they win... At home in overtime, 18 to 15 over to Wagner Bulldog. I thought Wagner would just go into Uligai and kind of destroy this team because Uligai hasn't been very good this year. But boy, I was kind of surprised when I saw the end score there. And uh, but Uligai picked up that win. That was pretty impressive. So again, in District 4A3 this week, the winners were Bristow, Catoosa, Miami, and Wagner, which was pretty good. Let me give you some scores of other local games of interest around the area. Jay loses at Locust Grove in a close game, 17-14. Vanita, they win at Claremore Sequoia, 33-22. Uh, let's see, other games of local interest. It was Adair beating Salina at Salina, 33-21. Uh, let's see, Colcord, they win at Ketchum. 49-12. to 12. Uh, Let's see. We always have a lot of people asking about Afton. So, uh, Fairland and Afton played in that local rivalry. These two towns are just like eight, nine miles apart. And it was a close game. It was actually a defensive game. And Afton could have won it. But Fairland gets the victory. 7-6. to 7-6. Six. to six, Fairland over Afton. In fact, Fairland could probably make the playoffs this year for the first time in quite a while. And speaking of our friends over there in Northern Iowa County, Blue Jacket. They win 62-26 at home Deer Creek, Lamont, and Welch. They lose on the road at Coyle, 48 to nothing. Both those games, of course, in Class C. All right, now, let's take a look at the schedule for the October 18th games. First, games of local interest. Southern, uh, Southwest Covenant will play at Welch. 
Crossings Christian will play at Blue Jacket. Quapaw plays at Ketchum. Commerce at Rejoice Christian in Owasso. Afton will play up near the Kansas border at Oklahoma Union. Colcord will play Fairland. That that game right there could be for a playoff spot. That could be for a playoff spot there in Class A, uh, A6. Uh, you have uh, Nawada playing Metro Christian. Uh, Ketchum will be at Adair. Salina is at Shodo. Chelsea will play at Wyandotte. That might be a game. Chelsea's been pretty good this year. Uh, let's see. In Class 3A4, you have Locust Grove at Casha Hall, Berry Hill at Venita, Inola at J, and Claremore Sequoia at Vertigus. And in Class 4A3 games next week, of course, Cleveland and Grove. Now, again, all these are going to be Thursday now, folks, because of fall break. Cleveland will be at Grove, McLean at Catoosa, Bristow at Wagner. That'll be a good game. And Uagal will play up at NEO against the Miami War Dogs. Should be some real good action there in Class 4A3 this next week. Okay. Now, let's talk about the 4A3 standings real quick. Bristow is on top. 4-0 in the district, 6-0 overall. Uliga with their big win over Wagner jumped to second in the district, three and one overall, three or three and four overall, three and one district. Wagner's three and one in district, they're in third and six and one overall. Fourth is Katusa with the same records, three and one, six and one. Then on the bottom four you have Cleveland, Miami, and Grove all at one and three. Cleveland is fifth at four and three overall. Miami sixth at three and four. Grove seventh at two and five, and McLean. 0-4 in the district, and 2-5 and overall at the very bottom. Eight teams in the district. Of course, top four make it. Those four will be playing against the top four from Class 4A4, and I don't know who those are because I don't have them in front of me. Next week, we'll try to get the playoff picture figured out to what's going to happen. Now, of course, with Grove not, not being in the football playoffs this year, that officially kind of knocked us out. Um... The uh, Ridge Rivers basically can now start worrying about basketball season, which again will be coming up in mid-November. But we still have a few games left. Of course, we got this Thursday night game of Cleveland. Then we go to Uligal on the 26th, and then back home for McLean to end the season on November 2nd. So three more games to go, weeks 8, 9, 10. We'll see what happens, and we'll see if the Ridge Runners can score some points. So, this is the October 15th edition of the Ridge Runner Sports Podcast. I thank you for joining me. This is Mike, and we'll see you next time right here at the Ridge Runner Sports Podcast. Thanks for listening. Goodbye, and you have a great week. Bye-bye.